Warning. The program you're about to hear is absolutely filthy and thoroughly disgusting. Furthermore, listening to it will immediately turn you into a bottom. Bottom. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Watch me shove this beer can up my ass. I'm proud to declare the Adam Sank Show and his ass open to the wind. Ass open to the wind. This is fuckery. <laughs> this is all fuckery. Fuckery, fuckery, fuckery. Powered by DNR Studios. And now... Give a warm round of applause to my friend and yours, Adam Sank. Yes, this is fuckery. Welcome to the Adam Sank Show, bitches. We are live. We are live again. If you're listening live, 11 a.m. Eastern, Saturday, April 30th, 2022, dnrstudios.com or the DNR Cast app, the only place to hear this podcast live and throughout the week it first airs. The bell is like 40 feet away from me today. Uh, let's see. Leave us your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, wherever else you listen. Email me, dick pics, complaints, compliments, anything you want at adam at adamsank.com. And please call in and speak to us live on the Ass Hotline anytime you want. The number's 804-TALK-ASS, 804-825-5277. We are live, so if you call in the next hour, you can be on the air with us and with our fabulous in-studio guests. We'll talk about them in a moment. But first, like the Facebook page, download the comedy albums, get your ass merchandise at adamsank.com. Please get vaccinated and boosted if you haven't already done so, and stand with Ukraine. Our guests today have both been on the show, but never together. And today they are together, live in studio, in all their manly sexiness. It is Dolph Dietrich and Jack McEnroth. Um, and as I said, if you have questions for them, call in during the segment. We'll put you on there. You can ask them anything. Um, I now have to let you know that Steve Cesaro, our chubby chorizo, is off for the next several weeks. But we are very fortunate to have, and I believe this is his first time ever co-hosting, although he's been a guest multiple times. It's everyone's favorite twinkster comedian, Drew Lausch. Hello. Drew, you're finally, you finally made it to the co-host chair. I'm so honored and thrilled to, to be here and to um, have been chosen for this role today. Now, I heard for today's appearance, you prepared by eating a Cliff Bar I and did. not getting stoned. Yes. Yeah. No, I was like, I almost, I almost took a hit and then I was like, I need to be on my game. So proud of you. Yeah, Such I actually dedication. have been smoking a lot less weed. Good. Yeah, I think everything in moderation. I agree. Well, it's lovely to um, <laughs> to see you, and I know that you're heading to a dog's birthday party immediately after today's taping. Yeah, today's pr pretty hectic in terms of my career. It's going to be a really busy, busy day. <laughs> Tell us day. about the dog's birthday party. I'm fascinated. So the dog's name is Wake LaCroix Piper, and it's my best friend's golden retriever. He is like, I I'm not the type that like wants kids or like really, like whatever, like, I don't really have, I don't, like, I don't really, like, love, like, kids or, like, the animal thing. Like, that's not for me. But then my best friend got a dog, and I was like, okay, it is my nephew, and I, like, love it, I guess. How old is this dog? One. Oh, it's a first birthday. Yeah. All right. That's acceptable, I, mm -hmm. I guess. I n I've never had a birthday party for a lady. I, I really think that's something kind well, of Well, I'm not going to get a that. gift because, like, Please I... don't. Yeah, I, like, was like, oh, maybe I'll get, like, some bacon from the deli and be like... It's not even good for the dog. Right. <laughs> Well, speaking of bacon, also with us today is everyone's favorite line producer, J.B. Bercy. Hello, J.B. Hello. Uh, bacon? That's a great segue. I do love bacon. <laughs> mm. You know, back when I still ate meat, uh, one time someone gave me candied bacon. Oh, yeah. She had made it like as a Christmas mm. treat. And I have to say it was delicious. I do like, I do like the sweet and the savory. How did it compare to soy curds? Uh, soy, there's no such thing as soy curds. Soy curls. Oh, soy curls. Is what I make. And oh, right. they're quite delicious. Okay, yeah. Um, all right. What are we going to do? First of all, today is beautiful and sunny in New York for the first time in weeks. This has been the coldest April ever. Yeah. And I'm fucking over it. Me too. I understand that global warming is a bad thing. 
but so is like <laughs> below normal temperatures in April. Yeah, I agree. I like don't like when my entire face is like chapped in April, like walking around like the wind cold chills wind. in the 30s. Yeah, it's like it's just not a it plus sucks. it's like time for New Yorkers to not be like depressed anymore. Like exactly. I love the overall like, oh, we're finally all now not like in our homes all the time and we're like happy. And springtime's again. my favorite season, and I feel like we were fucking cheated out of it. This I agree. Because you know it's gonna be hot as balls in like two weeks. We've yep. been cheated out of spring. And fall for a while now. Yeah, that's a true. while. So like stupid. New York, New yeah. York used to have four seasons, and now we only have two. I agree. Summer and winter. Yeah. And you know, as someone who has allergies, I I love it. You've said it all, JB. Yeah. Uh, make sure to keep your mouth close to the mic. We, last two episodes, you were great. We could hear everything you said. There yeah, were no I more complaints from the listeners. Take off. I take off my condom because I'm like Romaine. I'm a soft speaker. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Now when he I says was like, condom, condom, I know. I was like, I'm not wearing one. He doesn't mean penis. He means microphone. Right, of condom. course. Um, okay, I want to let everyone know that a second reviewer a second person who left a wonderful review for the ass has requested a picture of Steve's butthole and has been rewarded with that. Nice. So um, last time we talked about this, I said that there were only five pictures available, but Steve has upped it to 10, actually. You guys really so, give back. Do you know what I mean? We are trying everything we can to get those reviews. So eight more of you can leave a review, email me at adam at adamsank.com, own up to your review, and request a picture of Steve's butthole, and Damn. he'll send it to you. Sex. Only if you want. Drew, will you send any body part picture to the listeners? Oh, God. I, like, love you. So I would consider it. But, well, it's like, there are so many of my nudes. I mean, I probably have two sex tapes out there. It's probably, well, like, Steve. not a big That's deal. That's why it's kind of like asking for, like, a picture of Adam at a microphone. Right. You know, like, yeah, exactly. There's quite a few of them. Uh-huh. But we do what we can. All right, let's do um, recommended TV. Uh, take it away, Gail. I hate this segment. Who gives a fuck what anyone else is watching on TV? This shit sucks. Thank you, Gail. Drew is our guest today. Why don't you uh, tell us something you've watched recently on TV or in the theater that you really recommend? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got so excited. Okay, Heartstopper. What's that? It's, oh my gosh, you, have you watched Heartstopper, JB? No. Okay, it's, so it's just came out on Netflix. It's based on a graphic novel by Alice... Oseman or something oh. no Alice Oseman and it's like a gay like coming of age love story but it's like very it's just like set in very relevant times so it's like it like documents this like two Power, of these guys Power Drew's levels because he's blowing my ear oh sorry, sorry. I could bring him down a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. So no, it's not you. I literally you, started talking you about talk as loud as you want. and I like freak the fuck out. Yeah. Um it is like so beautiful. It's like I mean it's a coming of age like love story of these two guys who are in high school and like literally I watched it in one sitting. I was like sobbing, you know, I mean And it's, it's animated? So based on a graphic novel, but it's um Oh, live action. Yeah. Where can one watch Heartstopper? Netflix. And all there's right. eight episodes. They're all 25 minutes. And there's going to be, like, more seasons. But, like, it literally feels like watching it is, like, that would have been, like, I mean, I don't want to speak <laughs> as I speak for everybody. But it's, like, that, like, would be the dream adolescent, like, love story as, like, a gay man, which I feel like a lot of us are robbed. So it was kind of, like, yeah. you know, nostalgic and beautiful and, like, a little bit, like heartbreaking because you're like oh god like i wish i could you know what i mean but i just think so beautiful and so well done um uh oh my god that really famous british actress isn't it um olivia olivia wild no um coleman yes oh mm -hmm. as like a mother type? yeah she's one of the guys moms yeah all right i'm definitely gonna watch that jb mm -hmm. what are you recommending this week what what cartoon oh. or anime <laughs> thing are you recommending actually i did i did go back because i started paying for Paramount Plus because I was watching NCIS. Rich. Yeah. I know and, money bags. Yeah, You've got HBO on. Max, <laughs> Paramount Plus. Well, HBO Max is free because my mom pays for optimum cable. So I just you use have her one, account. Yeah, I also on, share mom. a subscription with several right. people. Yeah. And so I just pay for Paramount Plus and that's like $10. But so I was watching NCIS. But anyway, moving on. I found, going to cartoons, I found my most favorite offensive cartoon ever what? on Paramount Plus. And drawn together, you guys remember this? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It's on Paramount Plus, and it's still super offensive. I love every fucking bit of it. What's offensive about it? Give me uh, an example. <laughs> Stereotypes. <laughs> like, okay, so, <laughs> okay, so yeah, Foxy Brown, the black character, does your typical black character shit. She's uneducated, got your ethnic slurs, and this one episode <laughs> where you show the racism of the school board, and the whole school board plan was to give black kids 
great menthol pencils. And then she just start eating them down. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because the adults smoke menthol cigarettes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, it's it's great, but again, it's offensive. So if you're not into offensive comedy, don't watch it. But if you are, go ahead. You know, That's I so am, funny. but I feel like it's like not allowed anymore. I was just watching um, last night, rewatching Don Rickles' documentary from 2007, Mr. Warmth. Mm. His whole act was saying offensive things. Much like Joan Rivers, yeah. and he was hilarious, and everyone was okay with it. And I feel like we've lost something um, because we can no longer laugh at ourselves. We yes. can't laugh at jokes at our own expense anymore or other people's expense, and that's kind of what comedy is supposed to be. Yes. But anyway, um, that's not my recommendation. My recommendation is a fabulous documentary that I may have watched twice, <laughs> but I forgot about the first time. I just rewatched Fiddler. A Miracle of Miracles from 2019. Whether you are a fan of the musical Fiddler on the Roof or whether you've never seen it and don't know anything about it, I recommend this documentary. It's very moving. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> a really beautifully made documentary about the history of this musical and what an impact it's had worldwide. The fact that, you know, it, 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 there are Japanese people who have never yeah. spoken a word of English, never met a Jewish person, have lived on an island in Japan their whole life, and this is their favorite musical. Yeah, well, it's so beautiful. And, I mean, and universal. Every, yeah. every ethnic group that watches it thinks it's about them. Mm. Um, yeah. Because it, even though it's so specific to these Jews who lived at turn-of-the-century Eastern Europe, it could be any oppressed people who are being forced to leave their homes. Yeah. So it's really beautiful, and uh, Joel Gray is in it. I mention that only because Steve is his assistant. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Steve's off this week, so yeah, well, tough titty. <clears throat> I loved your work in Wicked, Joel. Me too. Yeah. And in Cabaret. Mm -hmm. So the second one I just watched over the last couple nights, it is a six- or seven-episode uh, docu-series on HBO Max called The Way Down. The church with this the hair, right? Crazy yes. bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy bitch who started a weight loss program that was like Christian, like lose weight for God, <laughs> Jesus wants you to be thin, and yeah. it took off in like the 80s and 90s, and it was so successful that she then founded a cult mm -hmm. called the Remnant Church. And I don't want to say anything else because there's so many shocking twists and turns, but it is good. It's wild. Watch The Way Down, W-A-Y. Okay, let's uh, move into the actual show. It's 12 minutes after the hour. Galaxy Diner is texting me. Okay. Um, first, I just want to say, every day I check the ratings for this podcast, mm -hmm. and I've noticed a very strange trend. We are extremely popular in Norway. Babe, you got to go. Yeah. Go do, you guys got to do a live show in fucking Norway. I've never been to Norway or any Scandinavian <laughs> I'm country. I'm coming. Like... But we are frequently in the top 100 in the comedy interviews category. Now, this could be that's amazing because there just aren't a lot of comedy interviews listeners in Norway. So if there's five that listen to this show, that's enough to put us in the top 100. But regardless, I just want to say to all of my Norwegian listeners, Tusentak. Is that TikTok in Norwegian or what does that mean? <laughs> Are you just saying it TikTok? Means, it means <laughs> Fuck my dirty hole. Oh. No, it means thank you. Okay. Decent time. I know it's not dirty because of those soy girls. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. My hole is clean as a whistle. <laughs> um, so thank you, Norway. Um, we need to talk about Madison Cawthorn. Or as I saw someone on Twitter refer to him today, Mad Caw. I am... I was like kind of floored by this story. I And I had no idea that he was so gay. Adam showed me the photo like right before we started chatting and like i was like floored i'm like this gay man is 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 just like out there in the political world spewing this may be right the now. most batshit crazy thing happening in america right now so when i first planned to do this story it was like two or three days ago when it came to light that there were photos of him on a cruise wearing women's lingerie that's not <laughs> even the story anymore no, that's people have forgotten about that yeah 
So for those of you who don't know, Madison Cawthorn is a 26-year-old far-right congressman representing North Carolina's 11th district. Um, it, it's a huge area geographically. Of, oh, my God. Of, is he like, what's his face, uh, Aaron Schock? He is like an Aaron Schock, but he's even more crazy. Aaron Schock wasn't really crazy. He was just a closet case who decorated his office like Downton Abbey. That's like nothing compared to what Madison Cawthorn has done. No. So Madison Cawthorn... Far right, huge Trump supporter, spoke at the January 6th Scary, yeah. insurrection, probably helped plan it. Yeah. Um, he's in the same camp as Marjorie Taylor Greene and mm -hmm. Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates. But Cawthorn, it's just every day there's a new scandal. He's also in a wheelchair um, due to a car accident that happened when he was in college. And he's ridiculously beautiful, it must be said. But um, – so here's everything that's happened to him in the past week. He showed up at an airport with a loaded gun for the second time, which, by the way, if a Muslim yeah, person was, had done yeah. or a, even just a regular black person, they would have been imprisoned for a long time. Forever. Or I shot. mean, yeah. Or shot. He gets yeah. like a warning. Uh, yeah. You cannot bring a loaded gun through the TSA. He once again was arrested for driving with a suspended license. Once again, does no jail time. Um, the lingerie pictures uh, came to light. I should also mention he's a huge homophobe and transphobe and is constantly trumpeting, you know, how Florida teachers are grooming our kids to be gay and so forth and so on. Well, the latest scandal involves him and an aide named Stephen Smith, a 23-year-old twink who, quote-unquote, works for Cawthorn. He also lives with Cawthorn and apparently went on Cawthorn's honeymoon <laughs> as one does. That is so gay. With him and his wife, who he was married to for all of six months. That marriage was clearly a, a marriage of convenience and did not last. Um, he's actually accused of paying this kid, Stephen Smith, all kinds of money, uh, which, you know, when you're a congressman, they really look at where your money's going and, and for what purposes, and no one can figure out what all these payments are for. Um, he's provided free housing, travel, and loans to Smith none of which have been declared or repaid. This is according to a filing by a group that's trying to force Madison Cawthorn off the ballot in North Carolina. Um, but then came to light these photos and a video of him with this kid. And at first you could say, well, they're just two straight guys being douchey and pretending to be gay the way that a lot of frat guys do. They're in a car together in one video and Cawthorn is saying like, I wanna feel the touch of a naked body. And then you see the twink reaching over and like like he's about to grab his dick, but he doesn't actually. He just kind of waves his hand over him. And that was like questionable enough. Again, this is a congressman. This is a U.S. congressman. But then these pictures of them together like lying on a float in a pool with their arms wrapped around each other, it, it doesn't seem to be a joke. It seems to be that they are actually in a relationship. Like I know we're not supposed to use this in this kind of way, but that's some gay shit. It's like the it's gay, gay shit. shit. Like, he went on the honeymoon. On the I'm like, honeymoon. what the fuck was, what is going on? Like, you don't have any kids. Why are you bringing the daddy? Literally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. It's like, honey, I got some daddy. What? We don't have any kids. There's no way. It's, it's for future. Right. It's for the future. But like, wait, there's more. A lot of this was broken this week by the Daily Mail. Records reviewed by the Daily Mail show that Smith was living at Cawthorn's Hendersonville, North Carolina home throughout the brief marriage. A Venmo payment history between Smith and Cawthorn, which is attached to this ethics filing and dating from June 2018, is littered with suggestive messages in the form of notes attached to the payments. It's like a sugar daddy thing, and I'm jealous. Yeah. I'm so jealous. One payment made by Cawthorn to Smith dated June 17, 2018, reads, Getting naked for me in Sweden. Like, that is not a joke, though. That's the thing. It's like, there's no world in which, like, all of this is one big, like, ha-ha. It's like, right. what the fuck is going on? Another made by Cawthorn to the staffer four days later reads, quote, the stuff we did in Amsterdam. <laughs> on December 13th, he made a p payment with a memo that simply said, nudes. Okay. On June 21st, <laughs> Cawthorn made a payment to Smith that read, the quickie at the airport. Four days later, Smith made a payment to Cawthorn that said, for loving me daily and nightly. Okay, I think both of these gentlemen need to watch Heartstopper. Okay, okay, okay. 
So now I'm hearing these, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to them. I'm like, now I really, besides having all the evidence, just to, if I just heard those two conversations, just like that, I'm like, these are two straight men fucking around for no reason. Right. They I mean, and there is shit. that. I mean, listen, sometimes when I Venmo someone, I'll say, like, it's for, you know, drugs when it's yeah. really not. Or I'll say, like, it's for the hand job in the back seat. And or it's eating not. my asshole like, on Taco Tuesday. Right. Sometimes it's just. It See, is I'm always factual when I say something like that. It's but, always true. But, but these two live together. It, there's just like no way like the photo like I mean to be frank it's so like Taylor's oldest time like the most homophobic like of fucker out there is like oh and here's my 23 year old lover right it's also in a way like heartbreaking like I like what is like what is like what's the like inner workings of their relationship like this 23 year old's just like oh yeah like my well I guess he pays for everything though yeah. I mean money right. really talks yeah I money guess. talks yeah, yeah. Like, it well, does Cawthorn I mean... has been defending himself all week saying that he's that there's a campaign to get him by fellow Republicans which is true the Republican Party wants him out sure. like he's <laughs> they're fine with 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 uh, Marge with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert because they're just seditionists and QAnon followers right but the problem with Cawthorn is there's like gay sex involved <laughs> and lingerie and also one, a couple weeks ago Cawthorn claimed that older Republican members of Congress had invited him to gay coke-fueled orgies and after that Kevin McCarthy the speaker of the house was like or, or the uh, minority leader in the house was like you need to stop so they're trying to get him they're trying to uh, get him beaten in the primary by a more mainstream, sure, quote unquote mainstream Republican. It should be noted that Trump endorsed Cawthorn a month ago. Of course. Do you think though? Okay, so let's say he. Well, wait. Gets... Let me just say one oh, last sorry. thing. So then Cawthorn was was tweeting yesterday. Um, you know, we all we all have embarrassing pictures of ourselves from our early twenties. Yeah. He's twenty six. Your yeah. early 20s were yesterday. It's you're still in your early 20s, first of all. <laughs> also, he's like, oh, yeah, like, like, try running for office with, like, social media. It's like, babe, you did, though. So, like, what, how is that an excuse? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, also, you should have run for, like, a Dem- the Democratic Party. They like should have run for Mr. Eagle. Yeah. Do you think, so let's say he gets beat in this next primary. Like, do you think he's the next, like, queer eye guy? I think he's done. I think he's the next Aaron Shock. Yeah. Which means he just shows up randomly at gay events and horrible asshole gay people who have no morals embrace him because he's hot. Sure. Yeah. And we don't really hear from him again. Yeah. But I cannot wait to see how this turns out in Me the way too. of in the words of RuPaul. Uh meanwhile, this uh this <clears throat> these laws in Florida uh, restricting what can be said in public schools. This continues to be an issue as Disney has really taken up the cause of LGBTQ people and uh, and 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 um, you know stood up to Ron DeSantis and to the Republicans in Florida. And as a result, DeSantis and the Republicans have removed a special status that Disney had. Yes, they had their own like colony. And they, like, didn't have to pay taxes, and they were basically, like, a a most favored nation thing. And now, like, this was done to hurt Disney. It's actually going to hurt taxpayers in that area. They're going to pay more because of this. But so right-wing Republicans like Ted Cruz have been defending Florida, defending the Don't Say Gay bill. And um, here's a clip. I guess Ted Cruz has, like, some sort of video podcast, some horrible thing that he does with this asshole named Michael Knowles. No relation to Beyonce. And um, <laughs> it's her dad. He was talking to, with, with Beyonce's dad. Yeah. He was talking to Michael Knowles the other day, and this is what he said. I, I think there are people who were misguided trying to drive, you know, Disney stepping in saying, you know, in every episode now they're going to have, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Mickey and Pluto going at it. Like, <laughs> really? Thank you for that image, Senator. You know, that, that but it's nice. just like, come on, guys. Like, like these are kids, and, and you know, y- you can always shift to Cinemax if you want that. Like, like why do you have... Shut up, cunt! Apparently, being gay, we fucked up. It's like, it is so ridiculous. I just think, like... The like, there should no longer be a gay issue. We are so past that. I'm to this point where I'm like, shut the fuck up about it. What are you actually hiding? Like, what what is this? Don't say gay bill. You know what I'm saying? It's so asinine to me. Like, wh- like, 
I just feel like the Republican Party has used like the gay thing for so long, as they use many well, hot and, topic And I thought it was over. Issues. It was kind of over. They yes, kind of realized they had lost. Right. But then they came up with all of these anti-trans laws <sighs> and they were successful yeah. in getting Republican support from, from the general, you know, right. the, the assholes out there in, in America, the Magites who fucking love any kind of repression. They're like all for yeah. the anti-trans shit and they're like, oh. If this is working, let's go back to the gay shit now and see how far we can get with that. It's just a constant, uh, a constant attempt to roll back everything, to yes. roll back any rights, any freedoms, any sophistication that we've achieved as a culture. Anyway, here's what people on Twitter are saying about what Ted Cruz said about Mickey and Pluto. Breaking: Mickey Mouse and Pluto are gay. Source Ted Cruz. <laughs> Imagine how you, disgusting your brain has to be that when you think of LGBTQ plus inclusion in animation, you instantly think of a mouse fucking his pet dog. Wait, Ted Cruz thinks Mickey Mouse is banging Pluto? Well, that's just fucking goofy. <laughs> Come on. Come on. These are the jokes, people. Yeah, Ted Cruz is into, like, weird puppet porn or something. You know what I'm saying? But they always go to bestiality. Yeah. That's always where they're... And then I saw someone on Twitter was like, you didn't have a problem with bestiality before, and they showed a picture of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Literally, though. Which is actual bestiality yeah. from Disney. And, like, Belle, get yours, babe. Like, do whatever <laughs> you need to do. But, like, uh, it's so ridiculous. Um... Also, like that means like Ted Cruz like thinks about these two fucking on the regular. You know what I'm of saying? Like he does. that's that's before he orgasms, that's what he has to think about. Only thing that makes him come. I sort of want someone to make a Mickey Mouse Pluto porn now. What are you doing after like later tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Just take a Mickey Mouse cartoon and then voice over it where like, oh Pluto, take my mouse dick. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Okay, actually kinda good. You fucking like that, you little bitch. <laughs> That's kind of a good impression. Can you do Pluto? Um, uh, no, I, no, I can't. But like, I'm Pluto. He doesn't even speak. Oh, great. Right? Oh, then I could do Pluto. He, he just, no, yeah, he, yeah, like that, pretty much. He just like barks. Yeah, he's yeah. not like Scooby Doo. I'll he give you talk. my bone. <laughs> we could do a crossover with Scooby Doo, like Rut Row. Right. <laughs> Goofy's like <laughs> the dick's big. Goofy has a voice. He's like, I'm Goofy. Uh, right. Yeah, but yeah, Pluto yeah. Doesn't really talk. Oh my god! You should do voiceover. Thank you. <laughs> That's for good. More money than podcasting. Uh, barely. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at Fox News, an employee group composed of LGBTQ individuals has spoken out about the homophobic and transphobic talking points on the so-called news channel. Let me tell you something. When I was at Fox News, we did not have an LGBTQ employee group. I would have loved to have been part of that. Yeah. A message posted earlier this month to the group's company-wide Slack channel reads, Fox Pride, I guess that's the name of the group, Fox Pride denounces statements made regarding sexual orientation and gender identity on Fox News in the past week. While the internal support and resources Fox Corps offers its LGBTQ plus employees are amazing and supportive, the public-facing messaging and rhetoric is the opposite. We find it disheartening and a step backward in the acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, Fox, uh, Fox News hosts like Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, and Laura Ingram have long histories of airing anti-LGBTQ messages. But this rhetoric has intensified, as, as we were just saying, mm -hmm. in the wake of Florida's recently enacted Don't Say Gay Law. Um, supporters of the law have regularly labeled critics as pedophiles who want to groom children. David Mamet, did you hear about this, Drew, appeared on Fox and falsely claimed that male teachers are inclined toward pedophilia. Do you know, I, I, someone offered me a ticket to American Buffalo last night and I refused to go. That's, fuck David Mamet. Yeah, what the fuck? Literally, what the fuck? Also, like, David Mamet, like, that's that's who you're going to come for? Like, the gay community? Like, what? who the fuck do you think goes to your... Exactly. Like plays. I like that, that play is, closes. Me too. That is such bullshit. A Fox Corps Corp spokesperson responded to a question by the Daily Beast saying, We are fully committed to freedom of speech and freedom of the press because we know these precious gifts. Wait a minute. We know these precious rights as well as diversity of thought and opinion benefit us all. Um, the message follows the news that the human rights campaign removed. Fox from its list of top employers for LGBTQ plus people. 
with a statement saying Fox News has a history of sharing misinformation and disinformation about the LGBTQ plus community. We know from our own research, which we put out earlier this week, what that means for the community perpetuating stigma and marginalizing of transgender and non-binary people. So good for them. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm surprised this group exists. Uh, as I said, it wasn't there when I was there because I, I would have been like the president of it. I guess yeah, you would have you would have done the musical numbers up top. Totally. Um, also, what is Slack? It's like a um, it's like a messenger app that like companies have. How I, many more of these messenger apps do we need? I I mean a lot more. They're amazing. Do you have I'm people that kidding. message you on WhatsApp? WhatsApp? Um, yeah, kind of. But I don't really use WhatsApp. The only time I use WhatsApp is if I'm in Europe, which happens country. all the time. On yeah, one no, of your I'm European like, tours. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like why uh, why do I need WhatsApp? You have my phone number. Just text me. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think for companies, it's obviously like so everything it's an can internal be. Thing. Yeah, exactly. But meanwhile, a first class passenger on a flight from Atlanta to Phoenix called a flight attendant a fag and a queer before throwing a cup of ice at the flight attendant and hitting him with a plain telephone. What is this, Glee? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't get you it. You remember in Glee how they threw slushies in the Glee kid's face? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I- But the passenger had a very interesting defense of his actions. He told authorities, I'm homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) He said his homophobia may have caused his temper toward the flight attendant to escalate. And he admitted that he called the flight attendant a queer. But he denies assaulting him and says he never touched a telephone. This is like, you know, basically like being involved in a racist hate crime and saying, but in my defense, well, it's literally the, I'm a racist. It's literally the gay panic defense, number one. Not even. Gay panic would be like, I thought the flight attendant was hitting on me. This is just like, I'm homophobic. I don't like gay people. In a, in a weird way, I almost respect the honesty. Right. At least be honest. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're having a little bit of commotion in the studio, which uh, we'll get to in just a moment. Two very handsome men walked in. Um, very quickly, have you ever heard of the actor Misha Collins? Yes, um, yes I have. I knew yeah. you would know, JB. He's Supernatural. From Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So Misha Collins came out as bisexual this past week and then retracted it. This is the strangest fucking thing. On Saturday, the 47-year-old actor appeared at a convention called the Creation Entertainment... Oh, it was a supernatural convention. During the Q&A with the audience, he said, How many of you would consider yourselves introverts? How many extroverts? And how many bisexuals? Then he added, I'm all three. So everyone was like, Woohoo, Misha Collins is bisexual. He just came out. Um, After that went viral, Collins, who's been married to his wife, Victoria, since 2001, took to (laughs) social media to say, I want to deeply apologize for misspeaking this weekend. At a fan convention in New Jersey, when I was talking to the audience, I said I was all three things, an introvert, an extrovert, and a bisexual. My clumsy intention was to wave off actually discussing my sexuality, but I badly fumbled that and understand that that was seen as me coming out as bisexual. Whoa. This was not my intention, so I need to correct the record. I am not bisexual. I happen to be straight, but <laughs> but I am a fierce ally. Of course he is. For L- for the LGBTQIA+, he used all the letters. Uh, I believe and fully support the need <laughs> to sanctify. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is just so stupid. And so his uh, co-star, Daniel Newman, who's very hot and oh, yeah. openly gay, tweeted, So you're saying that moment we had together doing our scene meant nothing to you? <laughs> Bro, talk about mixed signals. Well, I guess I won't release our OnlyFans video now. Damn, it was so hot, though. Mm, well, Hilarious, right? Hopefully we still get a video. Also, I am a little bit confused about the first question. Like, why is it like... Wh- How can you be an is- introvert and an extrovert? Well, right. But then also, why was it those three together? Like, that's just like a confusing question He seems question like a moron. Ask. Yeah. And then also, this feels like Andrew Garfield thing. Like, he... Like Andrew Garfield baiting. The same thing. Yeah, why are you baiting us? Here's sir? what I have to well, say. Well, money. Shut up, cunt! And speaking of cunt, I was watching uh, American Idol. This is the last story. I was, I'm was i actually into American Idol. This season is fantastic. Mm-hmm. There are some real standouts. Uh, Nicolina from Canada, I'm all about. Uh, Leah Marlene. There's this kid named Fritz who sang Wonderwall and did an amazing job. And there's this boy from Kentucky who's a coal miner. He's 19. His name's Noah. And I want to lick his balls. But... 
As I'm watching, I hear Ryan Seacrest say this. All right, looking good. You're back here on American Idol. Right now, we're excited to welcome back a guy who blew the judges and the nation away with his originality when he competed on the show back in 2019. He's here now to perform his song, The Darkness. And I'm just thinking about, like, the gay producer who wrote that yeah. for Ryan to read, who blew the judges. Well, or maybe he's really trying to win. <laughs> Well, I immediately assumed it was uh, uh, Clay Aiken. But no, it was uh, Alejandro coming back to sing. Right. But if you're going to say that he blew someone away and then you're going to make it like a compound object like that, then yeah. say blew away, the ju- who blew the judges yeah. and the nation away. Right. There was something on Ryan's mind. <laughs> you know. You could see in his eyes when yeah. he read it. He was like, what am Have I Have you reading? seen that clip of Britney Spears like being shocked by Ryan's Seacrest sexuality. No, it's like she's like he likes he's like oh yeah like I like uh when I have girls over they like when I wear like cologne and she's literally like girl like she's like literally like in the interview chair she's like what the fuck? He, like girl like Ryan like of what all are you the saying? famous closet cases in Hollywood I guess you could argue John Travolta and Tom Cruise have been in the closet even longer but yeah. man I thought Ryan would come out by now me too like who are we trying to kid and how do you do a daily talk show how do you do Live with Kelly every single day and never talk about also, your personal life. So it's like, bro, life. you're doing live with Kelly. Like, something's up there. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Exactly. All right. It's time for our fabulous guests. And uh, our guests today are both iconic adult video stars whom we have had on the show previously in separate interviews, but never together until today. Here's a taste of the pornographic stylings of Dolph Dietrich and Jack McEnroe. Yeah, Oh, fuck yeah. And joining us live in our New York City <laughs> studio is Dolph Dietrich and Jack McEnroth. Come on, guys. <laughs> hello, hey. hello. Some of your best work. Absolutely. That, was, that was probably just another day of the office, like yeah. yesterday maybe. It wasn't very good. You know, it was hard to find a clip of the two of you. <laughs> we're we're, be- we're better <laughs> in real life. Do you not belong to our OnlyFans? We'll give you a membership. Uh, please, if you give me, I, I only do OnlyFans if it's free. Yeah, of course. I'm a cheap Jew. <laughs> oh, by the way, I just have to say that on my IMDb, there is a, a live with Kelly and Regis. Um, uh, Kelly and uh, what's his name? Ryan. Ryan. Yes. I'm a, was in the, they put me in the front row to greet them when they came out. It's on my IMDb. As page. Dolph Dietrich? <laughs> well, I was with my ex-husband, Hugh Hunter, at the time. So they had me and Hugh Hunter, big and porn at the time, and we were there right when they, they came out and they did they th- moved us right to the front for some reason i don't know why it's on my imdb <laughs> did they talk to you during He's the show so many movies from that they did <laughs> not talk to me during that it was that funny so though. odd ryan did, is very did short ryan yeah i know i love that about him yeah did he make eye contact with you during the yeah show? kelly it was it was very cool actually wow you not can, only is he lying about his sexuality he's lying about his height he claims he, to be five eight i think he's straight I think he's, he's straight so too. not straight. I think a, he's straight. A friend of mine is this real real estate person, and he he swears he's straight. How is it then that he's the only one who came back from a Me Too scandal? Nobody <laughs> believed that woman when she said she had been sexually harassed by Ryan Seacrest. Good <laughs> question. Yeah, Come I don't on. know. So, how are you guys doing this uh, these days? Is everyone happy? Everyone sober? Everyone good? Mm, yeah, no yeah, more drama. Amazing. Very good. Yeah. Jack turned 53 yesterday. Yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. What did you do to celebrate? Uh, we went to a really Gang nice bang. Well, we went to a really <laughs> nice steak dinner. Then Dolph said he was too full to fuck, and then he fucked me anyway. So. Oh, that's yeah, such a good boyfriend. <laughs> no, he got me some really sweet presents, and it's still going. He has more surprises today and tomorrow, I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. So this so, is part so of it. If he doesn't, now he has to. <laughs> So everything's good. Great. Everything's great. Yeah, really, no more really drama. Good. No. Good. Yeah, this uh, one more month, and it'll be the day I went into rehab a year ago. So 11 months. That's amazing. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. I can't believe it's been a whole year already. Yeah. Do you feel like that whole experience has made you guys like stronger as a couple, brought you closer together? Definitely, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've learned a lot about uh, addiction and forgiveness and myself and like everything you can imagine. It's been a quite a year. Yeah. yeah. Well, honestly, I mean, the cliche is very true that why doesn't Kelly makes you stronger? Thanks, Kelly Clarkson and whoever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like it was real, real shitty. I mean, a lot of people witnessed maybe ten percent of the reality, so it was rough. And then coming out of rehab was really rough. And 
like it took me i mean i think my brain is still recalibrating to a certain degree i still have some issues sleeping so it was a long fucking road and um i got down to zero and then had to claw my way back up and he was part of, like right there right in his own situation and like all the stuff that i did to him and than just supporting me on the way out. And so it's, it's not pretty, but it's been, it's great now. I feel like your rehab story is an advertisement to not do drugs. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think, I don't know if you thought about this, but like you could do go on a speaking tour and like talk to young people and be like, here's what happened to me. Yeah. I mean, I've been the poster child for so many things. <laughs> exactly. Why not <laughs> so add this? I, I, don't, I think those days of sort of pontificating like that are over, but um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, the thing that's really kind of frightening is I don't think my story is very, very individual. It's, no. I think it's very universal. So, and I mean, I wasn't. But not everyone is so honest about it. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have no, I have no walls up. I have no pretense. And I'll talk about pretty much anything. So, yeah, it is kind of good. But um, it, if I would have, I mean, I was very close to death. Yeah, yeah, and I, I he, it is still uncomfortable to talk about. But I do. I'm trying to talk about it more between the two of us, just to like really digest it and move on but yeah i would if i had a way to kill myself in rehab i would have if i had a way to run away i would have but they took my i, I couldn't i was right. a prisoner I'll tell, you, jail. I'll tell you what upsets me so much on social media is whenever uh you know seemingly young healthy gay man dies and everyone's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's gone. I'm so sorry. This is so heartbreaking. And no one talks about how it happened. No. And so often it involves drugs and alcohol, but no one's saying it. Like, I feel like we need to be talking about these things. Otherwise, they don't get better. Yeah. You know, this is an epidemic in the community. And there was a time when having HIV was stigmatized and, you know, nobody would admit it. And that made the problem worse. And in the same way, I feel like this problem of addiction gets worse when no one talks about it. So I'm, I'm happy that you are, and I'm so happy that you're well. Thank you. <laughs> I'm curious what a like typical day in the life of Dolph and Jack is like. <laughs> oh God, like we starting with when it's you wake super up. Super not exciting. <laughs> well, these, these days uh, I have uh, sort of would call myself semi-retired as far as a porn star. So I work in corporate again and started uh, back in last December. So Doing that's graphic really good. design. Yes, uh, marketing and marketing. And it's been fantastic. It's really been um, a good position to, to get back in the business with. And Jack's been in school. Uh, he's just about to graduate with his esthetic Petitions license? Yeah, yes, I, I, honey. Yeah, two more weeks and I'll be like doing faces and I want chemical you to give me peels a facial. and Botox and, and yeah, microneedling and all the stuff. Delicious. Cool. Yeah. So I mainly I, do it for myself so I can look 52 <laughs> Right, so you can do procedures on yourself. <laughs> so that's been an average day lately, you know, just. Yeah, I mean, pretty boring. So, I, I, so but I, walk I, us through it. So you wake up. Well, you, you have wake, breakfast. He, he wakes up <laughs> early. He gets to work at 830. I start school at 9. Okay. I'm done at five. Like, the first thing I do every day, I take care of my dog. Where's Lady, by the way? I didn't bring her because you guys are in studio and our next hour guest is in studio. And okay. I, I just didn't want her barking at everyone. Yeah, and we're dog Interrupting people. the flow. So I have a rescue dog, a diabetic 12-year-old uh, chihuahua. Yes. Yeah, Joey. So I wake up and it takes me about a half hour to get him walked and fed. And then I give him uh, shots of insulin in the morning. Aww. And then, yeah, I go to work. I work. I'm hybrid, so I work from home twice a week two days a week, three days in the office. And um, yeah, like I'm working for the weekends now, so that's what I do. All right, so what about if there's a day that, that, that you have to shoot a scene? So we, like he said, he's semi-retired. It's like being semi-erect, I guess. <laughs> we're essentially done. Like, um, so the only stuff that we film is we thought with each other now. We, 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 we talk about including some other people, but it's... It, we're too we're too tired and old, quite honestly. So the fantasy is super interesting. We're like, oh my god, that would be this guy's hot. We should film with him, and then we like start planning, and we're like, let's just take a nap. <laughs> that sounds like one of my evenings. Sleeping yeah, is the best. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, so, do I want to like go through the trouble of hooking up with someone, or do I want to jerk off and watch American Idol? Yeah. Exactly that. Ryan's to Ryan Seacrest <laughs> to Ryan, actually. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so he's transitioning. This is what his education's in. So he's he's been a graphic designer forever, and I have a an, um, a treatment room in my apartment. It's it's really douched out, and so I'm going to start seeing clients. I'll have my temporary license in two weeks, and then I'll I'll just start seeing clients. So this is kind of a major announcement. This is you're ending your your porn careers, at least for now. I mean, yeah. 
semi-retired. Yeah, I actually did take a PTO day last month to shoot a porn for Treasure Island Media. Oh. And that just came out this week. It's called, Oh My God, It's So Big. That's in the title of the movie. Are you the star? I am. Well, I'm one of them. I, I mean, mean, it is so big. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm filming, I yeah, filmed with this awesome guy named Butternut. That's his name, Butternut. <laughs> And I can't call like him Butternut Squash. Butternut Squash. Which is so bad. But I was like, what's that guy thinking? Can Bubba Gump, Bubba, Butter Squash, Butternut Squash? And I can announce that Treasure Island Media, which was the first, one of the first studios I ever shot with, is coming out with a DVD called the, from the Legendary Series. Oh. And it's just called Legendary Dolph Dietrich. And there's only, you know, like 10 guys that have had this DVD made for them. So the m- amount of scenes that I've filmed will be just me, my DVD. And, and I don't think I've ever seen you in a TIM. Yeah, I've, been, I've filmed about 13, 14 scenes. You know, I have a, uh, my one complaint about their video, if I may, there's, it, it's not verbal enough. It's just yeah. like, mm, 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 mm. there's never any conversation or talking or dirty mm. talk or plot. It's so it's so like yeah. cut to the chase, and I guess a lot of people love you can't that. Please, everyone. But I like a plot. Yeah. Well, you're like a woman like that. <laughs> I am like a plot in so many I ways. A little Jack. romance, a book cover. <laughs> so, how do you guys deal? And I guess this is becoming more more of a moot point. But how do you? Uh, because the last time you were on, Jack, you said you're basically monogamous mm-hmm. unless it involves work. Mm-hmm. But but in your work, you have to be enjoying yourself, right? So how do you sort of separate? Sex for pleasure versus sex for income, mentally. Like, how do you draw that line? He doesn't. It's been a um, a little bit of evolution for me. He seems to do it really well. Um, we just have, as we've grown in our relationship together, we have some rules that make it kind of okay to like have fun during the scene. And you know, we know that we're in love with each, with each other. We, um, I'm just not too worried. I'm not too worried about the scenario. Like, I mean, it is fun. Sometimes and parts of it are fun, but it's also a job like anything else. Yeah. So, so, you know, you're like, how do I look? And is the cum shot okay? Am I hard enough in this picture? Who's getting fucked? And so a lot of it's that. Um, OnlyFans is a little bit different because we have like sought out scene partners because they're hot and we wanted to fuck them and have fun with that. So that's the thing. Also, um, so when we're entertaining a man for pleasure that might show up and we don't know what he looks like, if he gets there and he's hot, I will be the one that sort of whispers to Jack, you're going to have fun. And I want you to, I want him to let go more because sometimes I feel like he thinks that he just has to be performing or not having fun or just being silly about it. I'm like, no, I want you to, you know, I'm the one that's sort of leading him to get off. Right. I sort of, I don't know. I feel that's how I feel. What do you feel? Yeah. I mean, he's very much the daddy. Like, and he's, um, we're both very much pigs in kind of different ways. Um, so, do you feel does the camera intimidate you? Because it would me. I would. Mm. I would have a harder time enjoying sex knowing that there was a camera on me and that somebody was going to be watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely. No, not really. No, not for me. I mean, I just. It's a. It's a very different mindset. Like you're you're performing, and instead of having fun, and you don't have to worry about anything at all. It's not intimidating. It's not the right word. It's just that you can't. You're not in it in the same way as when you're just fucking for fun. Right. And you have I, to think about how your body looks and what kind position of. You also kind of have to get over that a little bit because we all look like shit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I made a video not long ago where I was blowing someone uh, just for my own pleasure, not to put on on the internet, so nobody asked for it. Anyway, like his dick is beautiful and he looks hot and I look okay, and then I see my bald spot and I'm like, ugh, like I don't want anyone to ever see this. Oh, I can't watch my own films either. I just uh, I'm so critical. <laughs> he watch he jerks off to mine apparently. So I do. That's Aww. really romantic. Yeah. That is romantic. Not always. Sometimes there's a little twinge of jealousy, but most of the time oh. I'm like, that's hot. Uh, uh. But I have to tell you guys. So we, you know, we usually always. <laughs> thank you. I love that sound effect. Uh, that's his ball slapping against my asshole. So mostly, <laughs> sex has been. No, worked. that sounds like this. <laughs> that that's not him. That's not me. No, I know. <laughs> Um, I did plan something for Jack a few months ago or less than, I don't know, about a month ago. And I wanted no cameras there. We weren't going to film any of it. And I just kind of pimped him out and sat there and jerked off. That's hot. So you're not monogamous. No. So in a sense we are like, like, I mean, it's a vague monogamy, but like, we don't, we don't like separately. We never have sex separately with someone else. Um, unless there's clients or we're working or whatever. Um, 
And all but that's things. the part where I'm at, where I'm curious about. So let's say you have a client mm -hmm. and he turns out to be really hot and the <laughs> sex is really hot. Is there a part of you that feels like, uh oh, I'm cheating? No, no. Because that's happened, and he'll tell me, and like, it's, listen, it's very rare. I mean, when that happens, we're both good job, girl. Like, yeah, like give him a high five. Lucky for you. Right. right. Because 95% of the time, you're like, oh, girl, this is rough. So, How do you do it? So, so really? yeah, I mean, in that case, it's, it's, it's work. And if you have fun at work, and it's, it's, it's totally different. It's like, big whoop, good, good job. I'm glad it wasn't, uh, you know, gross for you. So that's how I feel. So, Dolph, I want to ask you about something that was in the news recently, a couple weeks ago, and we talked about it on this podcast. Uh, Sergeant Miles, a gay or gay-for-pay porn star, was arrested and charged with uh, criminal conspiracy on for the January 6th insurrection. He was one mm -hmm. of the people that actually breached the Capitol and committed violence against police officers. This is all alleged. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was recognized by many as having done gay porn. And, Dolph, you know him, encountered him? <laughs> So I've met him um, probably 2017. I was on Fire Island uh, shooting for Lucas Entertainment, and he was one of the models that came in. We were all staying at the Belvedere, this clothing optional guest house. Yes. And um, they, you know, they paired us up in rooms together because Michael didn't get us our own separate rooms. And they put me <laughs> with Sergeant Miles. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, exactly, like he can't afford it. So they put me with uh, Sergeant Miles, and I met him, and instantly, you know, some people you meet, they're just kind of dicks. And yeah. He's like, I don't want to, I need my own room. And I'm like, well, go find somebody and talk to them. So that's the only time I really met him. We didn't end up staying in the same room together, but I was very unimpressed by just meeting him. I didn't know at the time that he was a proud boy or, you know, any of that. Kind you didn't of do a scene supporter. with him. No, I didn't do a scene with him. Um, time goes by. He'd been posting a lot when Trump got elected. You know, he was a supporter of Trump. And what really I think was the most egregious thing he ever did was, I believe it was when the Parkland um, shootings happened, the mm -hmm. school shootings. He was, he's definitely pro-gun and said something to the effect, and I don't want to get the quote wrong, but it said something to the effect that the students should have fought back and they were pussies for hiding in closets or something like that. Just oh, a horrible. He's such a piece of shit. Is he yeah. actually gay or? He's bisexual, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But right. um, is he? Do you know that for a fact? Well, also, well I mean, matter. he films. Allegedly. It doesn't matter. Who yeah. cares? He no, films with women too. Who cares? No, yeah. He's a douche. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and then, you know, he basically, we got into like a Twitter thing over the Trump situation, which exposed a lot of people in the industry as either they didn't care. You know, I, I encountered that a lot when, when Trump got elected that. Some people were just like, why do you, why do you even care? Why should that be a thing? You know, he's hot and you know, you jerk off to him. I'm like, no, oh, I don't really think that it's appropriate to, I just don't, I can't connect the two. Right. I mean, you can't just casually support fascism. No. Yeah. Right. So he ended up, um, you know, getting arrested, uh, during the insurrection. And, uh, as far as I know, he was indicted and he may be in jail. Right now oh, let's hope. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad you never did a scene with him. Me too. That would be an evil dick to suck. Maybe a, maybe a snuff film. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. In the time remaining, it's time to play everyone's favorite game, which we're going to play with both of you. Ask me no questions. Ask me no questions. We're answering in tandem or one at a time? No, one at a time. Okay. Uh, in, any, in either order. What's the you most sensitive spot on your body? My knees. What? They're so ticklish. The front or the back? Not in a good front. way. Jack, will know. he touches me and I just spaz out. No, well, not that I know it. you're going to do it. <laughs> What I don't understand how that's like my least sense of the top spot. of my knees, and just a touch will send me again. Does it feel good? No, oh. I'm just very ticklish with my knees, Jack. Uh, m the outside of my ass, oh. like a cheek mm -hmm. or the perineum. Well, the asshole is sec close second, but the outside of my ass, interesting, mm -hmm. Drew. Oh, god. Um, I'm like my knees as well. Um, uh, of course. Uh, I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. Maybe my armpits or like my like taint. Yeah. I'm what gonna about say, you? I'm gonna say taint, neck, or ear. Oh, ear is very a sensitive. JB. Um, I'm an ear person, but most people don't know that. So yeah. well, now I do. Yeah. Yeah. If a guy starts sucking <laughs> on my neck, I, I get pretty excited. Yeah, ears kind of. Uh. Okay. Describe it. Oh, we already did this. Okay, Jack, you told us. Uh, la okay, we already did that. I'm on the wrong part. Here we go. What's the worst? <laughs> what's the worst thing that's ever happened while making a sex video? Oh God. Oh, God. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, that, I mean, poop is the easiest answer. Right. Uh, the worst thing during a sex video, um, I have My mom can perform. What? <laughs> my mom can perform. That's stupid. <laughs> what does that mean? I was in the video with my mom and she was like real bad on set. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the worst video I've ever made just came out. I don't want to say what company it was for, but it, the model just could could not perform. And what's was, that mean? He couldn't get hard, and he mm. just was a novice. He just wasn't good. It just sucked. Well, so, what do you do in that situation? I had to just wor work with it, and I was I was being a I had to be a bottom, and like it just sucked. Yeah. Usually, if I'm a top, like I can do my job, but right. I'm a bottom, I can't really do anything for him. So, I mean, well, what they end up doing if he couldn't keep it up? Keep it up. I don't know, the magic of movies. I couldn't believe they didn't shelve it. It actually came out. It's out this week. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought that was going to be on the cutting room floor. Dolph Dietrich in The Flaccid Top. <laughs> yep. What's the worst thing, Jack? Um, other than your mom? Yeah, no, I mean, it would probably just be not being able to get clean, like um, filming <laughs> filming entire scenes and the cameras aren't working. I, for, for OnlyFans, I filmed a really hot scene in Florida, and I had two cameras in, in, early on in my whole – In um, your hole. In, in my <laughs> hole. In my X-rated career. Um, yeah, and, like, the guy came twice. It was super hot. And, like, you go, and the camera's not on. You're like, fucking hell. So, But, yeah, that's not very exciting. I can't think of anything like one of my, like – Balls fell off or something. <laughs> right. But has that happened before? Well, yeah, yeah, but that's in private. No, totally. Yeah, this, yeah. So this is not. not one of my questions, but one of our listeners wants to know, uh, if, you're, if, if you're a porn star and you have a big dick, do they make you top even if you have a strong preference for bottoming? Yeah. What? Yeah. In studio stuff, yeah. yeah absolutely. I said yeah. Yeah. They don't care. No. What your preference is. A lot is. of like big dick tops that you think are just – like that have a big deck and that's kind of their calling card are really bottoms. Oh, the funniest thing is when I go through my feed on Twitter and I'm like, oh, she's a bottom, she's a bottom, she's a bottom, and they're all being these massive tops. <laughs> it just makes it makes me giggle. Well, oh. much like in real life, 95% of guys with big decks are bottoms. <laughs> Cheers. Yep. Bottom. That's uh, disappointing to me. Um, what's a sex act you'll never perform or never perform again? I think I know Dolph's answer. Oh, a woman fisting, <laughs> fisting. I will never be fisted. Yes, he will. He <laughs> thinks he he's really into it. I did get fisted once by Jack, and it took a while, a long time to get there. A couple hours. There's and, video footage of it too. It yeah, I wanted to make sure it was on video my first time. Uh, I I didn't have a great experience. Jack was wonderful and awesome, and it was hot. I love fisting. I just love being a fisting top. Anything you'll never do, besides that. Um, I really don't think I'll ever have sex with a woman. I mean, I don't want to not turn off Jack. my mind. Um, no. <laughs> what if no, I, um, I've never, I'm not into scat. I never have been. I'm not into pain much. He's trying to get me to get like into bondage and stuff, but it just doesn't. I do stuff that excites him because it excites me, you know, by proxy, but, um, pain, bondage, um, scat. What if a client blood. wants to scat and nope. wants to pay? Nope, 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 Good. nope. Good answer. Okay. Which one of you is more likely to do the following? Leave dirty dishes in the sink. Me. Jack? Yeah. Uh, cry at a movie. Me. Me. We're both. Oh. We're both. Oh. Start a fight with a stranger. Me. Yeah. Don't. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised by that answer. You seem so mild-mannered. <laughs> I'm a cunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> surprise, surprise your boyfriend with a romantic gesture. Me. Oh. Not shower for more than 24 hours. Me. Oh, you're a dirty pig? Yeah. More <laughs> la lazy is my better description. How long have you gone? Oh, God, during COVID? That, does that count? Sure. Yeah. Five days. Oh, my God, you oh. must have stunk. Yeah, but it was kind of hot. It was just me and my dog. So there you go. And pizza. <laughs> Who's more likely to eat junk food? Me. Who's more likely to flirt with a gay flight attendant to get free snacks? Me. Yeah. <laughs> And finally, uh, what do you tell a bottom, or how do you tell a bottom that he's not fresh? What's the nicest way to say it? You say you're not clean. You need to check. Would you like to jump in the shower for a yeah. minute? Yeah. I think that's the way to do it, yeah. too. One time when I was with a guy in Florida, this is like 15 years ago, he goes, I smell shit. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. While he was inside me. Yeah. 
It's such how a boner kill. How romantic. Well, for them, and NPS, also, I was clean as a whistle. And well, also oh. that's just a shitty yeah. top, like no pun intended. Exactly. But, yeah. but like that's you know, if you're not treating your bottom with respect, like that's where shit comes out of. By the way, it, yes. It, FYI, it absolutely, does. it does happen mm-hmm. any, on Thursdays. Uh, any upcoming gigs you guys want to plug? Well, um, you know where I first almost met you, Adam, was at the Bears, Bikers, and Mayhem. Yes. Which is happening this May 7th, and I wasn't able to go. I have surgery on May 6th, getting my sleep apnea corrected. Oh. And But they booked me for next year to host. So Fabulous. Yeah, so May of 2023, look <laughs> yes. for Dolph Dietrich. Anything coming up, Jack? No, I mean, I'll be, like, I'm, like, I, like I mentioned, I am transitioning out of that arena, but, like, come to me if you want your Facebook. Yes. Like, How can people follow you both it? online? Easiest is Twitter. At Dolph Dietrich and at Jack McEnroe. Yeah. Thank you both so much. I love you. Drew and JB, plug yourselves. At Drew Lausch on TikTok and Real Drew Lausch on Instagram. Uh, at Stack Anarchy 12, only on Instagram. Thank you both. We are back next week with New York drag superstar Logan Hardcore. Subscribe to this podcast at dnrstudios.com. Don't forget to order your ass merch at adamsank.com. Follow me, me, on Twitter and Insta at adamsank and on TikTok at adamsankofficial. Email the show at adam at adamsank.com. Have a great week, bitches. Bye. 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 Bye.